Just be in earnest. Just be in earnest. Just be in earnest. Just be in earnest. A little one bedroom. All right, I think this is episode six. I think might be episode five. Honestly, don't know. Um, I took last week off because what is the point of doing a podcast or doing anything other than just sitting back or like getting out and doing, you know, I don't know. The world is being exposed. America's being exposed for, for some long overdue, um, looks in the mirror. And I still kind of feel weird even attempting to talk about it. So I'm probably not going to talk about it that much. Um, but we do need to be listening uh, to our black friends and um, and really just use looking looking at ourselves in the mirror and looking into our heart and thinking, uh, okay, what can I do to be a better ally? Since I'm not going through the black struggle personally, how can I be a better ally um, and a voice for them? I went in on a little rant on Instagram. You might have seen. Um, and I might I might dig into that a little bit because this I can talk about confidently. Um, what I was saying is just because you're a redneck or a country music fan or a country music artist, um, you're not expected to be racist, period. You're not, nobody needs to be racist. But being a redneck, like being racist is not part of what comes with being a redneck. It's basically what I'm getting at. I'm not the most redneck one of my friends, right? at all. Um, I grew up in a not very redneck environment, but there were plenty of racist people around me. A lot of racist people around me. And I guess it was just pissing me off the other day on Instagram. Um, Hardy posted, um, the blackout picture or whatever that so many people did because it's the least we can do. And somebody commented, lost a fan. People were like, thought you were a real one. Hey, what the fuck does that even mean? First of all, y'all suck. And you can unfollow me and tell your friends to unfollow me too. And that's fine with me because you're a piece of shit. You expect just because this guy's, uh, you know, a country music artist, country music writer, Redneck, as you heard in the last episode, <laughs> he's not expected to be racist. You're not expected to be racist. No one in their right mind should have to... Well, that's the problem. A lot of people aren't in their right mind. But nobody should be trying to defend um, what we already know matters. So if we're taking a little time to say Black Lives Matter... All lives matter. Yes, white white lives matter. We we know that. This is not the issue. We're talking about black lives matter. And not all lives matter until black lives matter. And that is going to piss some people off. And that is ridiculous. But there is no but. It just is what it is. And you being a country music fan, you don't even have to be a country music fan. You just thinking some type of expectation... Oh, well, I don't like black people. Like, 
Why? Because your parents don't? Because their parents... Let's break that shit. It's way, way, way past due to break that shit. We're all in the human race trying to get through this together, and nobody makes it out alive. So why don't we make our time here for each other, you know, way better? Somebody shouldn't be fearing for their life when a fucking police car gets behind them. Like, my stomach drops sometimes. I'll probably have some weed in the car. But even then, I I don't think, oh, God, if I get pulled over, I'm going to get shot and killed. If I get pulled over, I'll probably get a f- slap on the wrist. Yeah, one more, I might have to go downtown. But, um, yeah, we don't know. We don't know anything about that. So what we're doing now as a country, and what seems to be an awakening, which is way overdue, is that we need to just we need to treat people fairly, and we need to hold accountable people in positions with power to treat them fairly too. I I know I'm not great at talking about this and I'm sorry for still talking about it. I just am way more compelled to talk about this than coronavirus. (laughs) Jesus. I never knew what to say about coronavirus. Hey, guess what? If that shit's real, which I'm not saying it's not real. I'm saying if it's as deadly and as rampant as we heard it is and looked like it is, guess what is about to be coming back with some strength, as my grandfather would say. It's never strength. Strength. Coronavirus. Um, dude, also, sorry if your businesses got ruined. That's terrible. I get it. But also, people are pissed off, and they tried to um, make their voice be known peacefully several times, and there are a few people in each crowd that are going to do something a little extra. But guess what? Now we're talking about it. You don't see as much of that. The first few days, it was a lot of that. Now it's peaceful protests, thousands and thousands and thousands of people walking together in unity, and that's dope. And guess what? I'm a country music artist. I'm a country music songwriter. And I and I want that to be, I want that to be a um, a change. It happens. I've seen uh, people's comments where, you know, a couple like an interracial couple will be at a country music concert and people throw beer on them and call them names. If I ever see that shit happen when I'm on stage, I will be the one taken out of that bitch in cuffs. I will come beat the shit out of somebody if I saw that kind of bullshit. It's 2020, dude. Oh, I'm sorry for raining. If you're pissed off, just stop listening and unfollow me. It's all good. Okay, let me lighten it up a little bit. Sorry, I wanted to get that out of the way. And I did. So let's just, uh, let's move on and talk about what we want to talk about. It's supposed to be CMA week. That's not happening. Really weird. Nashville's not the same this week without the millions of people, you know, flooding Broadway and sweating their calves off inside of their cowboy boots with cut-off jean shorts. It's just not the same. I think I'm I think I'm like really actually addicted to golf though. I know I mentioned it in every podcast this far. Hey, why stop now? Um golfing to me has been the one way I can 
get out of thinking about music. And it's really addicting. It's fun. I get the same little competitive thing I got out of baseball. I'm the only one that can mess it up. I'm the only one that can do anything good. So my success is my success. My failure is my failure. I can own that and move on. It's a good way to hang out with the boys without having to write a song. I was thinking about having Diplo on today. We might have him next week. I've got some cool people lined up though. I mean if they if they if they if they stay with it and they pull through on their promises, then I'll have Diplo. Um I'll have Macklemore. I'll have Matt Delia. Love his podcast. Matt Delia is confused. His take on things is great. Um, man, some big reaches, but I want to get them on here. I want to get Gronk on here. I would love to get Derrick Henry on here. Um, my buddy Petty, Nashville born and raised, great rapper, great songwriter, prolific writer, though. Like, I go hang out on his porch and just soak up knowledge all day. I can't wait to introduce y'all to Petty. If you don't already know him, Petty615 on Instagram. Dude, That that's going to be a fun episode. He's such a well-spoken guy, and he thinks before he speaks. I wish I knew what that was like. I don't think I would be doing country music. Uh, I, I wouldn't say I wouldn't be doing country music, but I just know that there was a little gray area a couple years ago where I couldn't decide if I wanted to go all the way in on it. You know, still rapping a lot, making a lot of rap beats, but writing a lot of country songs, and I'd show everything to Petty, always. And I remember one day he just told me, he was like, you could be a you could be an awesome country artist. Just don't change anything about yourself, just go all in. And that resonated, and I did it, and now I'm doing it. And Petty can say he told me so. That's like a brother to me. Every time he shows me one of his songs, it makes me want to push myself harder. Him and Hardy need to meet each other because, you know, in the Hardy podcast, we talked about assonance. Petty is also king of that. He's He sent me a song in time. It was like 14 minutes long. It's four... 36 bar verses which sounds insane but if you sit down and listen to the whole thing by the time it's done there's just no denying pure talent I cannot wait to introduce y'all to him Jelly Roll Nashville Hip Hop OG he'll be on the podcast if y'all have any ideas of people you want to get on the podcast please message me and Give me names of people that I may not be thinking of. I got to get Ed Bassmaster on here, though. Would you just look at it? That guy is hilarious. I still am just not the most comfortable, you know, in the, with the climate that is America right now. I Something doesn't sit well with me all the way about doing a podcast and talking about nothing. I kind of feel like I'm doing it because I have to. If I'm just being honest, if I'm just being earnest, there. If I'm just being earnest, this week I still kind of feel like I don't care. 
there's way more important stuff to talk about, but I'm not the voice for it all the way. You've heard my opinion. You know where I stand. Maybe I'll talk a little bit about... Oh, I'm definitely going to get Morgan on. Shout out, Morgan. Uh, got his current single right now. Chasing You just went number one. I did not write that song. But More Than My Hometown, current single. Heartless is killing it. Um, and I think I got a handful on his next project. So hell yeah. He just got a sparkly purple bass boat. And I think we're going out on it this afternoon. It looks like something Snoop Dogg would have, though. I freaking love it. Uh, it was parked across the street from my house all week, and I would just wake up and look out the window at it and imagine me going fast down the lake on it. I think I'm going to get to do that today. Oh, just had a thought. Had a cool little moment in my songwriting career this week. I got to write a song with David Guetta. So all of us have a moment in our life where David Guetta song is in the freaking background just and I got to write one of those and he likes it. So now we're going to find an artist to go on it. I'm not going to be the artist I don't think. It's too it's too popish for me. Even even I. Even I couldn't do it. Dang it, Bobby, if you weren't my son I'd hug you schizophrenic that would be dope though get a david get a cut shoot yeah see how it was like a somebody in dances somebody moving i don't want nobody not that somebody you somebody to rock with somebody to groove and I don't want nobody unless that somebody's you. Somebody to dance with. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Drop after drop after drop, dude. Oh, man. I might have to bleep that whole little section out. I'm ready for quarantine to be over. We're going to see what happens. If, if there's an insane second round of this pandemic, then it's going to be back to the crib. But let me tell you, I'm ready to get out and be out of the house and work in other rooms. I'm ready to tour again. All tour momentum just came to a screeching halt. I want to get back out and tour again. Just putting that out there. Me and Mitchell Timpenny were supposed to tour this fall. And we were going to have, um, I think it was October 11th, supposed to play at the Ryman Auditorium. That was going to be my first time playing at the Ryman and with one of my best friends and Nashville natives playing at the Ryman and coronavirus came through and budged it up for me real bad. Whatever, dude. So what? I don't get to play the Ryman for the first time. It'll happen. It'll happen for sure. Delaney's garden is getting massive. Like, too big. Like, all the plants are growing extremely big. One of the tomato plants is, like, the size of a pine tree now, and it's taking up the other tomato plant's space. Selfish. So got to trim it back and check it. Snap peas. Oh, jalapeno. Ate a jalapeno off the plant this morning. Hot. Shit fire. 
was super good. Um, broccoli, definitely having homemade broccoli. I guess homemade, homegrown broccoli. Cauliflower, purple cauliflower. Man. You know what? The most important thing I'll say in this episode has already been said. So if this episode marks an interim and like whatever, it is what it is, I'm happy with that. I'm happy with that. Because this is just being earnest and I don't ever have to be anything other than earnest. And if I'm being earnest with y'all, I don't feel like talking about much today. But I don't think this is a dud episode. I think this is just me having to get some shit off my chest. I would feel like an asshole if I didn't say how I felt. I wouldn't be myself if I didn't say how I felt. And I'm going to continue to say what I feel by saying, I've said enough for today. If you've fallen asleep behind the wheel, that's my fault. If this podcast has put you to sleep, you're welcome. Unless you had like other things to do. If you're waking up and plan on starting your day with some exciting, lighthearted Stuff, sorry that wasn't me today, but I'll pick up next week um, with a little jipper podcast episode. Thank you guys for tuning in anyways. Thank you guys for sharing, uh, liking it, talking about it, commenting. I like having conversations with you guys. Let's keep that line of communication open. You already know it's at Ernest on Instagram, at Ernest615 on Twitter. Sugar Music video coming out soon. It's all the way animated. You're going to see. But Earn Theft Auto is the only hint you're getting at that. I hope you all have a wonderful week and a wonderful weekend. I hope you all smoke some good weed, unless your jobs won't allow it. But if your job allows it, smoke some weed. Relax a little bit. Take a deep breath. Don't forget to breathe out. Make somebody's day. That'll make mine. Love you guys. Thank you. This is Just Being Earnest. Just being earnest. Just being earnest. Just being earnest. Just being earnest.